0: Persons. And I'm Shauna
1: West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 2. Now, I'm going to say Episode 34, but I may have... <laughs> You may end up listening to two episode 34s in a row because we've kind of moved some things around so that that's our true. guests are staggered. So I don't, the numbers might be out of order, but they pay attention don't really matter. <laughs> Pay attention to the order that they're uploaded in. That's, Ooh, yeah. that's the right number. But anyway, um, yeah, so we had Janelle from Tono & Co. last week, and that was such an Oh, man, mm-hmm. it was really good that was that was yeah. an awesome episode, and we have a couple of other guests coming up that are you're gonna love those yeah. episodes they're really I good, know. <laughs> but they're good, and we're already lining up um some guests for next season season we're gonna yes. be on season three already. We're already lining guests up, which is and-
1: bizarre as you say that out loud, you know? <laughs> I know I mean, I'm watching the numbers go up, you know I mean, I don't know in my mind, like if we're on 34, I mean, there are 52 weeks in a year, so I don't know what I thought (laughs) was going to happen. You know, we are going to get to a season three. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. So anyway, but today we're going to talk about creative ritual. And this is something that I've been kind of thinking more about lately. And, um, some of the things I was doing without even like doing it intentionally or thinking about it. And I would say in the last few months, I've been much more intentional about Mm -hmm. ritual. And I think a part of it has to do with just during quarantine, when everyone was home, that it was so much more important to be like, okay, this is my time to get my head in this kind of creative Mm -hmm. work and yeah. I needed, like, all the help I could get <laughs> because mm-hmm. it, everything else was so chaotic. Yeah. Um But anyway, so we're going to talk about that today. And if you don't have any sort of, well, my guess is that most people have creative rituals. Yeah. They just might not be intentional about them or aware of them yeah. or, you know, so. hmm but i think and i don't know tell me if you have found this that when you do certain things mm-hmm. that it gets you into that creative space like oh, quicker yeah. and more deeply yeah. it's yeah you yeah. find that as well
1: yeah i mean and i think for me which i know we'll kind of get into specifics but i'm i'm not able <laughs> i'm trying to think of how do i just succinctly say this, you know, I'm not able, (laughs) I'm not able to be, I can't quite be like a every morning I do this kind of person, um, because Mm -hmm. I've got, there are too many, or it seems that in my life, there are too many variables, you know, especially this year, um, just with family and kids now, you know, schooling at home. And of course they were home for a long time, you know, extra long summer and all that stuff. So it's less, Uh, okay, now I'm going to you know have my morning, blah blah blah. It's it's less that way for me, but there are always things that if I will begin those, then the process can move much smooth, you know, smoother. Um, Mm -hmm. so that and I think that's the goal is just even if you don't become more scheduled or even if it's not super ritualized on a daily basis, but recognizing what those things are so that it can kind of gets you to that place a little bit faster.
0: Yeah. And it and it really does. I think you what what it's about, it's about creating these cues for yourself yeah. that says, yeah. When this happens, then this this is what I do. Right. And you see that as I've been thinking about it, I realize like you see that in play, especially in places for children, like schools and Mm -hmm. preschools, you see, like, there's a space where we do music, there's a space, there's the reading nook. And this is where, when we're here, we do reading, we don't play with toys, Mm -hmm. we don't do, you know, I don't know, it's not sensory activities, it's reading. And, and you see that into play and, and how that establishes, you know, even just things like bedtime routines, Mm how, yeah we see the importance in that for our kids and then sometimes we kind of miss that for ourselves like yeah. man i'm laying in bed why am i why am i not going to sleep because <laughs> there was there was no like ritual to right. get into it and tell your tell your body hey this is this is now
1: yeah rest time what we do now this yes is what we do now. This is, I know. It's like <laughs> we are training to become adults. And once we finally get there, then we are becoming children again. <laughs>
0: right? That we need little somebody to, by little. <laughs> set up ritual for us right. again. So an important part of ritual is the place. And yeah. I know for some people, you don't have a specific studio or a specific yeah. place, but it can be as simple as it's a table, it's a desk, mm-hmm. it's a corner in a room. It's a place where when I'm sitting here or when I'm standing here or whatever, this is the activity that happens here. And just being in that space gives your brain the cue that this Mm -hmm. is the activity that we're going to do here. And I try to, because I work from home, and I know, again... A lot of people who work from home, they have like one desk. Yeah. There's one yeah. place to work. I have a studio that's like my creative space. And then I have an office that's for, yeah. you know, like writing, working on the blog, editing photos, mm-hmm. t- paying my bills, t- all that stuff. So that, and I don't do that kind of work when I'm in my studio because yeah. I've learned I really have to protect the space. It's not for email. It's not for.
1: Yeah. yeah
0: business it's to come in here to create and so you can do that even within one room just create Mm -hmm. zones where this is you know I think it's especially important to protect those creative spaces so that they're just it is if at all possible used for your creative endeavors
1: yeah well and I think too it's it's just the mental uh, exercise of establishing place, even if it's not, like you said, not a specific room or you've got a couple separate spaces, just to know that, you know, I mean, (laughs) during this time, I wound up, which we've talked about this plenty, I think on the podcast and, you know, in our mentoring group and, you know, I wound up setting up a little mini studio in the dining room just because it was downstairs and I found I was needing to be Mm -hmm. available more. I couldn't just hole up in my office all day the way that I had before. And it was big enough, the office to have sort of, I have two desks in here, you know, so I had a couple different zones and Mm -hmm. stations. And I will say I have missed it. But the point is, is it was just ideal for me at the (laughs) time to have a place down there that, you know, if I had to pick which activity do I need quiet for, well, that's writing. You know, I really need quiet for that or my own, you know, what I create, (laughs) you know, any noise I create is fine. Um, But painting or even taking pictures, you know, um, doing a quick photo shoot, that's not something I mind, you know, if little people are in and out of that space. So just Mm -hmm. establishing you know, they knew not to touch, for lack of a better way to say it, not to touch the end of the dining room table. Like that's mom's stuff (laughs) and that's her (laughs) expensive paint. We don't, you know, we don't just squirt that out onto a paper plate and go to painting. So that, that, you know, I think the mentality of establishing place tells you and your brain it's important too. you know, not just, okay, let me get in the mood for it. But, you know, this is, This is what this is for. Like you said, we just need those cues, you know, especially if you work at home, you know, and you're trying to designate different areas. It's tough. (laughs) It's totally tough.
0: Well, and it's not only cue for yourself, but it's a cue for your family so that it's like, you know, I, when I'm in here, so especially for me with my studio, when I am in my studio with the door closed. Yeah. You you just don't come in here and bother me. You you can my kids <laughs> yeah. will hold up notes to the door and stuff. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's like unless there's a something really pressing and important and yeah. emergent, you just don't need to come in here. Yeah. This is you know, this is my time and my space. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think place is really important and then the time. Yeah. When are you and I know again like And I know this is true for both of us. We have kids. We Mm -hmm. have husbands. We just can't, you know, we can't always say like, this is my creative time. (laughs) And you can't, (laughs) you can't come in. You know, we just can't. Like sometimes (laughs) you just, you just have to fit it in where you can. And that's just what you have to do. I actually loved when you were talking about your dining room, this made me think about Mm -hmm. it, but I loved when you shared, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, the yeah. flat lay photos that your yes. girls set up, yep. that you set up one <laughs> and kind of participating in your work. It was so, yeah, yeah. yeah. so, so <laughs> fun. Like
1: little Mellow candy corn pumpkins. pumpkins. <laughs> 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 I, I loved it. I mean, Matching the orange paint. <laughs> that's right. But see, it's for me now, and I know now we're moving into like kids and work life balance, so I'll be fast. But that kind of thing has always been important to me because not only do I think that it's a good model for them to know what it is that I do, because it's, it would be pretty easy Mm -hmm. for them to be a little confused about like a little fuzzy on the details of what it is that I do. (laughs) Um, But, you know, so that they can see it, see what sort of creative work and this path that I've chosen looks like. But I just think that it sort of establishes for them a sense of um, the same kind of thing you were talking about. The, like, this is important. This is, you know, this is mom's work. This is what she does. This is how she goes about her day and how she makes an income. And anyway, so that's important. And I think that um, with time, you know, yeah, we can't, there's going to be plenty of time when we cannot control our lack mm-hmm. of control, you know? So it's less about like a, a rigidity and more what can we know about at the time that we're most productive or that we're the sharpest or that it's easier for us to get in this particular, you know, zone creatively. Um, because there's going to be plenty of times when we do not have that ability. We can't control it. There are going to be sick kids or... Whatever, you know, stuff happening that's out of your control. So it's just what can you identify and kind of set yourself up for as little chaos as possible. (laughs) But, yeah, that was a sweet moment. I loved that. It was tons of fun.
0: It it was. And I think that there are... So there are times when you're doing work that you really like, you need that, like Shauna was talking about with writing and I'm that way with writing as well. Like I just need quiet. I need focus. Yeah. I need people to not interrupt me. Some design work for me is like that as well. I need to kind of be in a groove. Uh-huh. It needs to be very quiet and focused. Yeah. Um. But there are other times when, especially home projects, I, I do yeah. those a lot during the summer and I realized it's because my kids are home all the time yeah. and I can do those with plenty of interruptions. So yeah. I think it's nice to try to set yourself up so that the work that needs to be done when it's focused and quiet, you do when the house is quiet, when the kids are at school, when the kids are gone, when they're occupied, like that's when you use, you know, when they're doing the Mm -hmm. screen time that you take that time to do that focused, concentrated work. And then Mm -hmm. the work that can be done that, you know, if you're interrupted, it's okay. It's fine. It's not going to be, it's not going to interrupt this stream of thought or anything yeah um so and I think being mindful of that of when you do certain tasks is going to it's just going to help you first of all work better but it's also going to relieve a lot of tension because oh yeah it's
1: all about peace of mind you know
0: yeah when you're Man. trying to do very intense, focused <laughs> work and you keep getting interrupted, it's like, that's the just worst. a recipe for disaster. Yeah. That's when like mom monster comes out. <laughs> so, oh my
1: gosh, right. Uh,
0: so just don't set that up. Just don't yeah. do not do that. And I, I think though, also feeling freedom to seize the moments of inspiration when they do right. come. There have been times where I'm writing or painting or creating or doing something and I'm just like, Jeff, I... Am on such a roll. I've got it's to coming. Do this. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. Can we just order dinner tonight? Can you yeah. just hang with the boys and give me this time? Um, and and I do that for him as well. He's a yeah. for those who don't know, he's a an associate pastor, and so his creative work mm-hmm. is writing yeah. sermons and it's yeah. public speaking and all of that. So when he's practicing yeah. his his messages, he. Um, you know, he needs that, he needs to be uninterrupted. Yeah. And so I'll give, I'll give him that. So we kind of take turns giving each other that, yeah. Yeah. that time. It's, um,
1: yeah, it's important. And and like you said, you can, um, you can always, you know, any of these things like, and I think I've been thinking about this a lot, because I guess we teach so many sessions in the mentoring group around things like this and productivity mm-hmm. and your schedule and all that stuff none of those things ever should be, it's not like we're building a cage here, you know? We're not trying to build this, you know, rigid system and make everything not fun. And, you know, you don't have any choice anymore. This is, you know, (laughs) like you're punching in. You will create, but you will do it during this time at this place. (laughs) It's just not about that. It's so that it can help manage some of the anxiety, some of the stress, some of the, the challenges that do come from, um, from creativity in general, when doing creative work, when you're home, even if it's for a hobby or, you know, running a creative business, it's, um, it's a big deal. It's a big dang deal. <laughs> those things.
0: Big dang deal. Right. Yeah. And
1: then it, you set it up and then you're flexible and that's okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and having these rituals can really help with like, okay, so this is not my normal writing time, but I'm in my normal yeah. place. Yeah or That's this right. is not the time I normally paint and design but I've got that music going I've got and we're going to talk yeah. about ambiance in a minute but yeah um it you know it's 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 about all of those little components that when you start yeah. to bring them together it can help like it can get you unstuck it can get you inspired it can motivate yeah. you and 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 ultimately it's about it all seems like I don't know, kind of frou frou. Like, does it really matter? Yeah. Who, can, if you're if you're creative, you can create anywhere at any time. All of this stuff, but what it does is it just it just helps you along. It kind of prods you yeah. along, and I think it can make you even more prolific and yeah. more. Yeah, it just gets you to that place faster. And so I think ambiance is really important. I, know, I, um, I know for me, um, yeah. So even when I'm traveling, I'm not in the place or. Like especially during quarantine, I had to surrender my office. So I had to do everything. Mm-hmm. And Jeff was working at my office. So I had to do everything in my studio. And I remember yeah. like, this is messing up my zones. This is not my <laughs> this is not my normal. I normally don't have email interrupting my right. studio time. So but what I did have was I had those um sort of the ambient cues that yeah. um would bring me to the place. So Music is a big thing for me, and we actually yeah, talk about that. Um, we talk about that next week with Michael, um, mm-hmm. about music and just yeah. kind of how that can get you in the mood. I know you said you have um, a playlist, yes, yeah. specific playlist that you listen <laughs> to when you're creating.
1: I do, it's it's nearly 15 hours, so, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so it's, it's very playlist. varied. I have a wide range of uh taste in music. So yeah, it's, but that's a big one for me because now I have certain ones that I tend to throw on when I'm writing. um, But in general, that, that kind of gets me, I don't know, I'm sort of ready at that point to brain off, you know, um, whatever comes out, comes out, that kind of thing. You know, it's that let's move into a more um, autonomic response, like dump out of, you know, your heart, soul, brain (laughs) and no thinking Mm -hmm. about stuff and to-dos and so yeah music does that for me in general but especially yeah especially with work yeah
0: yeah I have a playlist and I actually call them what I use them for so I have a playlist called painting and that's my favorite playlist and that's what I play when um usually when I'm painting, but some, it can be drawing, creating, whatever. I sometimes put it on when I'm like working on house projects and cleaning and stuff. But most of the Mm -hmm. time when I'm doing house projects, cleaning, um, I'm kind of up and about doing stuff. I'm, I have two other playlists. I have one that's just musicals, like Mm -hmm. some of my favorite musical songs. And then one that is, um, standards. So it's like, Oldies and is your mm-hmm. house falling down or something? Yeah, I mean <laughs> I don't know.
1: It sounded like it. I just <laughs> sounded like the
0: Charlotte's roof was coming Someone's looking around like <laughs> there's something massive happening there. Uh, but anyway, then I, then I have a playlist that's like standards and oldies. So a lot of like Sinatra and Ella Fitzgerald and then some, a little doo-wop that kind of, that always like gets me going for cleaning. Um, and then I have a writing playlist that's for, Mm -hmm. it started down as like my cool down exercise playlist and kind of yoga and that kind of thing. (laughs) And then now it's my writing playlist, but it's, um, it's a lot of like classical and musical soundtracks yeah. and violin and cello and mm-hmm. acoustic versions of, yeah. you know, guitar versions of songs. So, um, yeah, it's uh yeah. So I'll listen to that when I need to. And it is amazing to me how I will sit down and just think like, I don't think I have anything yeah. of value to say today. <laughs> and I'll nothing. sit down and I'll put my writing playlist on and then it just kind of stuff just starts coming out. It just starts happening. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. yeah it's that, that ritual. Yeah. Um, and I also, do you it do is. anything with scents? Do you do anything? Yeah. With I mean, now I'm
1: or? a big, I'm a, I love to diffuse. I do like some essential oils, so I diffuse yep. those. Um, and then, I mean, I'm a candle person, you know, so I've usually got, usually got a candle burning, less so when I'm painting, more so writing. I don't know why. It's like yes. I don't have time for the candle <laughs> during painting. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I'm just, I think I'm too painting, busy? It's, it,
0: I think painting already speaks to so many of your senses. Like I there's so already too. that like yeah. You know, you've yeah. got linseed oil, which you don't want to sit around sniffing linseed oil, but you've got right. kind of <laughs> the smells of painting, your brushes, yeah. what they smell yeah. like, and then you've got your the, all the colors and textures yeah. that you're playing with. So yeah, I usually don't have any, br- I'm not burning any candles while I'm painting, but mm-hmm. when I'm writing, I do, I have a candle that I burn. And I'm not a big candle person, but I yeah. found that like, I just, I found that I was burning it um, I'd usually light it in the kitchen. Right. And I just enjoyed the smell of it so much. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to bring it in and put it on my desk while I'm writing. And then it just became a ritual. Like I'm going to light it and and during while I'm writing. And that's again, it's just another cue. And I think also just what you're wearing. Um, I know for painting, like when I walk in my studio and put my apron on, it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. now it's, Now it's time to grab the on. (laughs) get to the easel and, and it's, and I'm painting and, and I don't wear, uh, and I do have an apron that is exclusively for oil painting. That's all I wear it for.
1: Okay. (laughs) I have enough aprons that I can put. You should probably do that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I can wear separate aprons for, I have a different apron I'll wear if I'm cooking and stuff like that. But, um, (laughs) but yeah, just, I just have a specific apron that I'll wear. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think for some people, and you've talked about this before, that sometimes when you're writing, like, you have to be... Dressed. Dressed. You have yeah. to be dressed and ready to go for it the depends. day.
1: It depends. If I'm... Yeah, here's what's funny. And I just think, again, it's about identification. It's not about a right or a wrong. Because for me, if I wake up really early, like between 4.30 and 5, 5.30, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if I've not brushed my teeth. I mean, I could write for four hours. That's my mm-hmm. most... Um, I'm super pensive, like just maybe over the top (laughs) thoughtful during that time, you know? So that's probably, it doesn't matter what I've got on. But now if it's after kids are up and I'm supposed to be about my day and I'm still in really sloppy, like pajama type clothes and I haven't brushed my hair and don't have myself together, I tend to, I feel like I'm not really working. I think it's a mental cue, Mm -hmm. again, because I work at home, like, if I put on a sweatshirt every day or a T-shirt every day, I feel like I'm not going to work. It's a mental thing for me. So yeah. writing, I think, feels the same way because I just feel a little unfinished, which makes me feel unsettled. And it's super down in there. It's not like I'm having conscious thoughts that say,
0: right, you right. know,
1: you've got on sloppy clothes, you can't write. It's just a general, um, like, an air about me, you yeah. know, that I've noticed. So... Yeah. Now I matters. will.
0: After working in the corporate world for a few years, I've gotten la- a little lazy about. I'll wear sweatpants and hoodies and well, you, t-shirts it works a lot. For you. you do, you, but I'm yeah. painting a <laughs> you lot. You gotta do what works.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: and i'm work i'm doing physical work in the house and stuff a lot so it doesn't yeah. make sense for me to get all dressed up what yeah. what i am in search mm-hmm. for is like the ultimate pair of jeans that feels like a pair of sweatpants or what? something <laughs> so i can wear those all the time and look a little Jackings? more put together but um no i don't <laughs> i mean no. i guess i would wear them around the house but i'm not i'm not one yeah. to wear yoga pants all over the place okay I'll wear them when I'm okay. working out, but not... I'm a
1: like, big I'll, leggings I'll, person in the winter. That's I'm a fan.
0: I know. And and I'm I do sometimes. I, I like um, leggings and linen dresses, mm-hmm. and those are great. Yeah. Um, but even with an apron, I'm afraid I'm going to get paint on them then, and then I don't. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I don't usually wear those when I'm working. But what I do find is I have to just get myself put together. I need yeah. to go put a, put a little makeup on, do something yeah. with my hair, even if it's put it in a... Some some sort of ponytail. I just mm-hmm. need to do something. Something, um, unless yeah. it's a day like if I know I'm just doing like dirty work all day, oh, like sure. I'm organizing closet. Yeah, then it's like I don't worry <laughs> about that. But no. but um, but yeah, if I'm you know, I just put myself together. Even if I know I'm not seeing anybody, you know, yeah. I'll still put myself together for that. Yeah. For that reason, it's this cue of like, okay, now I'm ready. Now let's I'm let's be work. about it. Yep. Yep. Let's. I'm presentable if anybody mm-hmm. does want to do a video call real quick or something yeah. I can do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think all of those rituals just really um they they really do help. And again, I know it just sounds I don't know, it sounds kind of silly until you try it. And then That's it's right. like most oh, things
1: that sound silly sound silly until you try. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's just, you just try it out, and it's going to look yeah. different for everybody. Everybody's going to have kind of their different little little rituals and things, right. but um, but it really does help. I think for me especially, I've had some big projects that I've been working on, and I really was able to kind of work on them a little bit every day, and mm-hmm. the rituals were a big part of that. I was able yeah. to kind of condition myself to do the tasks I needed to do mm-hmm. by just giving giving myself those cues. So yeah. give it a try if you haven't. Give it a try. And give if it a you whirl. do rituals, we'd love to hear what those are. So uh, maybe through, we'll yes. put up a post on social media mm-hmm. and you can share with us what some of your rituals are. And, uh, of course, you can always email us if you want to share or if you have a question or something about rituals or want to share what you do. Mm-hmm. But our creative contraptions today are actually – a part of our rituals so we're each going to yes. share one and for me I'm sharing the candle that I like to burn so it's by um old field society and she makes um the woman who makes the candles her name is Amy and we've she's been in our mentoring group and
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I've gotten to know her and her products and I I told you I'm not a big candle person but I love her candles and they're all mm-hmm. based on kind of literary masters, and yeah. she has, um, I love her candle that is, um, it's called Charlotte Bronte, and it's yeah. obviously yeah. based off of Charlotte Bronte, and, and it's an interesting creative exercise that she does of, like, what would this author, like, what... Sense sort of encapsulate this Mm -hmm. author and sometimes it's scents that are referenced in their books or in their works or it's where they've come from and it's kind of this she puts together the sense and the scent and that's my favorite so I kind of always joke about that like I'm burning Charlotte Bronte while I'm (laughs) while I'm writing
1: (laughs) it's so cheesy
0: (laughs) I know I know it's like a dad it's like a bad dad joke
1: or something that's a good one though man
0: anyway so what's yours
1: so I'll share actually I was just gonna share I have one that's called Studio Vibes which I will say is sort of a compilation of that's the one that's like nearly 15 hours it's all kinds of stuff I mean there's a lot of singer-songwriter but some's upbeat some is really of course Andrew would say it's all sad (laughs) it's not all sad (laughs) <laughs> Not all sad. but I do music is very feeling. I'm super tied to it. So it doesn't matter if even a song is, is a little more somber, you know, it makes me feel something. And that matters when I'm trying to, to paint yeah. or do something creative. It just makes me, gets me all, you know, in my feels. So, um, yeah. <laughs> when
0: my dad would come to, <laughs> My studio. Uh-huh. I had a separate studio in yeah. Pennsylvania. Oh, it's awesome! So do, you never saw it, did you? No, no. Oh, it was an ama- It was like twenty five hundred square feet. Oh. It was an amazing space. But anyway. Um, and my dad, he would come in there every once in a while and just like, yeah. cause we had a shipping station. He'd like come in and pack and ship stuff or yeah. would come in and I don't know, like he needed tools for something. Yeah. So we'd come in <laughs> and tinker with something and he would always be like, why are you listening to this whiny girl music? Right.
1: <laughs> it's very sad stuff. I know.
0: Yeah. But I'll also
1: share, um, I'll share my instrumental one. And you know, what's interesting, I found that when I, and this was when I was young, I was 14. And I'm, you know, 12, 13, 14. And of course, back then we were buying CDs. Mm -hmm. So I was obsessed, you know, with music from the time I was young. And, you know, my mom, it would be like, well, what CDs, you know, would you like for Christmas? Or, you know, and I would say, you know, the soundtrack from, you know, Ten Things I Hate About You or Empire Records or some random, you know, movie. And so I learned, like, I've got a thing for scores, you know. And Mm -hmm. and so this playlist that I listen to when I write, um, it's less classical music and more, um, you know, scores from movies and shows and, you know, soundtracks and all instrumental. So I'll share that too, just because it's... um, I think it's beautiful. It moves. It's very moving. It's you'll it's there, to, but it's not, you know, it's not in my head. I can't have to do text words. Me
0: the, yeah. You'll have to text me the link to your Apple playlist.
1: Yeah, playlist, I will. And I'll listen to them. Yeah. Yes.
0: See if <laughs> I pick up exercise. any good songs. I listen to it. So next week, Michael shares, Michael shares about his playlist uh-huh. and, um, and I've been listening to his and then just kind of picking some of my favorite songs out of there and adding yeah. them to my he playlist. He and I have so a lot of the funny. same
1: ones. It is fun.
0: Yeah. I have some of them, but there was a lot. He gets a little more, um, I'd say, a little more twangy than mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. A little more bluegrassy, in some. Yep.
1: I, I, I don't. Can, I, I go in all directions. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned.
0: I go a little all over the place <laughs> yeah. too. I've got some that have much more of a musical vibe, and then some that are more. Um, know like alternative because that's kind of where I that's kind of when I got into music was when Mm -hmm. you know the rise of the alternative bands (laughs) and so I've got a lot of that sort of thing going on yes a lot of singer-songwriter stuff a lot of folk I really love folk stuff and so yeah anyway so (laughs) that'll so Shauna's gonna share your music um, podcast yeah we'll (laughs) we'll share um she'll share her music Mm -hmm. so all right well next week we're going to talk to michael from inspired by charm and it's a great conversation he's another one similar to janelle in that as a young person like young 20s just sort of like this big thing an enormous leap and Mm -hmm. it paid off big time so we're going to talk to him about that next week and i hope you'll join us thank you for listening to the creative exponent podcast Our original theme was written by A Walker Spring and recorded by Ellie Swope and Johan Wagner.
1: And if you like The Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com and you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com.